2: Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Membrane.
0: Insane in the
2: Membrane. Welcome everybody. Here we are again. Another great episode of your favourite podcast. I hope you're doing well out there. Uh, it's still strange times, but we're, we're doing this because just to show that we're all in this together and we're still here I'm trying to support you you're supporting me we're all having a great time Um, thank you again for your continued support it really it's lovely thank you I couldn't do it without you couldn't do it without you or producer Paul actually I couldn't do it at all without producer Paul Um, thank you so much we've got a couple of new Patreons on board we've got Bethan and Danny thank you so much Bethan and Danny for joining us helping us keep this thing going really appreciate that anybody else would like to join us on the Patreon um, just to help us just keep it going really appreciate it Um, thank you so much to our continued for your our continued support your continued support thank you very much indeed Um, and we will continue to do this as long as you you want us to do it so thank you thank you very much Um, so on with the show our guest this week Giles Paley Phillips and Giles is a a children's uh, author children's book author that um I've I, we sort of connected online and I, I just I just I was just in, impressed with his positive outlook and he's always just out there putting out positivity in a in an in a increasingly you know hostile world it seems and I wanted to get him on have a chat and it was such a lovely thing to do he's such a lovely man uh, you'll hear that in the episode he's such a, he's a really nice guy you'll really get a lot out of this. It's just, a, it's just, a. I just, I felt bored after His energy is spectacular. It's just a very positive man. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll just get on with it, shall we? So uh, without further ado, coming up in a bit, Giles Paley Phillips.
0: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrowcom acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrowcom acast. A podcast
1: from producer paul.co.uk
2: Hello, how are you doing? It's, I'm very well. It's lovely to finally speak to you. Yeah, and you. Lovely stuff. Are you well? You're right. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. It's so cold. I mean, <laughs> I,
3: I can't believe how cold it is.
2: Where are you? Down on the south coast
3: still? Yeah. So I'm in Seaford, which is kind of in oh, between Brighton and Eastbourne, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the, it's a funny one because it's sort of in between all these sort of slightly, um, less. I can say not as nice that's that sounds a bit mean to the people of the of, of the likes of New Haven and Peacehaven. but um it's 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 kind of on its own in a way because it's this sort of really pretty little sort of sleepy town um which has got obviously got its own beach and stuff and is right near the South Downs and nice. um you know the Seven Sisters, which is a you know really iconic space
0: mm. um
2: which
3: seems to be used in lots of films
2: recently. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. It's not I I love that area. My nan used to live in Burgess Hill, so Oh, okay. Yeah, my wife kid, works yeah. in Burgess Hill. Oh, really?
3: Yeah, she's um <laughs> she works at St Paul's, which is the Catholic church, uh Catholic yeah, right. church, Patrick sorry, the Catholic um secondary school. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah, which used to be in Hayward Heath, but it's now in Burgess Hill. Um Oh, right. Yeah, so she goes there, well, she's not going there at the moment, but um yeah, so I don't know Burgess Hill that well,
2: No. Um, I have to say. I, it, the, was, it was a lot of times, I was, I was a kid when we were down there, yeah. so I remember it was Munns Mun's Drive, which is near the station, and then I yeah, remember yeah. we'd either go into the little village or we go up into the town centre, but it wasn't really, never explored. It was all was right. Was the Triangle there then? Yes.
3: Yeah, because we yes. time
2: to take the kids to the
3: Triangle because it's got, it's got a few nifty things in it, you know, like it's got a slide, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the, it's got all the mod cons, it's That's got it. a, a, a wave machine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember we used to get taken to Lewisham to the so- shopping centre because it had a play area in the middle, which was a giraffe, a slide in the shape of a giraffe. And oh, that used to God. be, that used to be, I used to be so excited to go and see that when I was a kid. And then, uh, and then living over that way in a, a, a few years ago, you walk past what it, it, I remember seeing it as an adult and going, "Wow, it's tiny." Used to think it was massive, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then it's just this tiny little slide. Um, yeah, oh, I, I it's just I miss that. I miss all that. That it, I, I recently was. Um, I grew up in Orpington. Okay. and I took a walk from where from my mum and dad's house back through where I used to walk to school, and yeah, it was like loads of stuff being knocked down and. Yeah, the scout hut was in was in was completely collapsed, and <clears throat>
0: oh, yeah, sad, it just, it? I think do you know yeah. what? It's
3: funny, isn't it? Scouting and cub, Cubs. My my eldest did it for a bit, and then yeah. he just got super bored with it. And I don't, I just feels like it might be a bit of a dying, a dying I think thing. So,
2: yeah, well, we, you know, we those skills that all that we thought we we'd need later on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did were you a Cub Scout? Were you?
2: I was, well, yeah, for a bit. And then I got the uniform and then I didn't want to go anymore. Yeah, that's it. You,
3: as soon as you're in the circle of trust, you want to get out of it.
2: <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
3: You just, it's like, I don't know if it's being like, being that, feeling that important bit where you're asked, you know, you go and do your dib-dab-dob mm. and, um, you know, you, you you sort of pledge your allegiance. Yeah. And then once that's over, it's like kind of like, I can't be can't be fat with this now
2: yeah exactly yeah so I've achieved this I don't need to do anymore <laughs> yeah <clears throat> and uh but it's funny because my mum and dad never let me forget it my it's it comes up oh, all really? the time yeah when when I see mum and dad they're like well you know we bought you the uniform and you never and you never <laughs> bloody <laughs> went again but I was six I was six or however old or however old I was
3: well I think that's the thing you see like it's a commitment isn't it I think I think we thought about my son Elijah going and doing the next, you know, getting all the, all the gear and that. And I'm thinking, actually, do you know what? This is going to cost us. It's going to cost quite a lot. Are you sure, mate? You know, like (laughs) trying to talk him out of it. Yeah. Are you sure you really enjoy this? Cause you know, you didn't, the other day you came back and you didn't seem like you really had a good evening. So, you know, you know, it's a lot of yeah. investment for us.
2: <laughs> yeah. and, like, and you like, but I don't mind spending the money. I just want to make sure. You know, yeah, you exactly, do it that yeah, 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 exactly
3: that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so it's quite funny. You know, so you've got. So I, I, I like to uh, obviously do research on the mm. people that we're having on, just to, so you know. So I know a bit about you, and it's funny seeing that you've, you know, you're, you've written like you're a, a child. You've written children's books, mm. and you've played Glastonbury. Oh no! And that's quite. That's quite the quite a segue, isn't it yeah it, yeah it's quite the <laughs> you know cuz we uh, most people listening to this would have gone to, if not Glastonbury they've gone to a festival so mm. you know that's how was it playing it
3: oh i mean god it seems it seems like a lot I mean, it was a lifetime ago i mean yeah. it, was, uh, it was the year 2000 it was the it, i mean it was the year Bowie was headlining wow so get it get was a it? good year and it was also the year that glastonbury had the most gatecrashers Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, clearly, they they heard we were playing, but um, yeah, it was it was crazy. There was you just saw people just bolting over the over the fences, <laughs> um, you know, or under them, uh, like like falling under. It was bizarre. It was so busy. I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds. I mean, there were, I know there're normally hundreds of thousands of people there, but it was just incredible how many people were there um yeah so yeah i think they i think they even cancelled it the year after to sort out all the security because i think it was yeah anyway it was it was it was was (laughs) thrilling i mean to be able to play was obviously amazing and we decided to to rough it as well we didn't want to because we had backstage passes but we decided we didn't want to stay in the backstage but we wanted to camp with yeah with with our tribe <laughs> uh, you know we wanna camp with the real people, we wanna soak up hey. the real Glastonbury um and so so that was quite nice, and we were quite near the pyramid um stage, so we oh, yeah. there was there's a big bit, bit of camping just kind of about two hundred yards kind of behind, so it, it felt like we were in a really good place um nice. and yeah, I mean, have you been to Glastonbury
2: yes i the yeah. first time I went as a punter was that would have been 2002 so it would have been the first oh, okay. year that they put the new the new fence in <sighs> so it was all that it was it was yeah it, and all the <clears throat> all the for of a bit, well, all the crusties were out at the, at the gate yeah. and every and every time you go out to get your car though i remember being accosted by a few of them they're like oh show us the wristband oh how does that work and what do you need to go with that and they were asking all these oh, questions man, yeah. Yeah, And I'm like i don't know i don't know i don't know He's like, oh, can <laughs> yeah. i have a look at your thing i know like, you can't go don't be touching my stuff man <laughs> yeah. but i've heard <laughs> yeah. I, know that, I know that i've heard stories of people when it was just a fence and they were flinging they just they would tunnel under or they would yeah. there'd be ladders all around it and it was absolute carnage it was man the year we went it was
3: carnage it was real (laughs) carnage (laughs) it was it was it was um it was interesting now and i think in some respects it was quite nice to be there when it was so um chaotic a bit more raw yeah yeah really raw and um i mean there was there was such incredible bands playing that year as well i mean stuff that i really liked yeah um i mean our stage we had um so we were on the new band stage which was, uh, I guess, would probably like be the John Peel stage now, but it was a. I think it was a bit smaller in those days, probably about four or five thousand capacity. So, it was, I mean, wow. I'm saying small. That's still huge. Yeah. Um, but you know, all the all the tents are pretty big at Glastonbury, aren't they? There aren't many yeah. small ones. Um, and we were first on on Saturday morning, eleven o'clock. Although second, oh, wow. I think we were second on, and thinking no one is going to come and see us they've been people have been there for two days already some of them right Uh, most of them are probably fucked um (laughs) they're not going to want to get up (laughs) at 11 o'clock in the morning (laughs) if they're still up they're not going
2: to be yeah they're not going to be in the right state of mind yeah exactly
3: um so we thought we were we were kind of um we sort of really tackled it military style we got a load of flyers and we Literally, the, the Friday we went round, it was quite nice though, anyway, because we got we went round the whole festival just giving out flyers to people to try and get people to come along because yeah, well. we were a tiny little band, no one really probably would have heard of us. Um, and uh, yeah, we just really did that, and that was quite nice because we, we got to see you know, we just really ventured out and saw the whole site. Um, and that was quite nice just sort of wandering around, taking nice. it all in and thinking, wow, we're, we're at this like huge event, you know, I think that was yeah. nice to be able to do that. And then we played yeah, yeah, we played. We played that 11 o'clock slot. And actually, quite a few people did turn up, which was nice.
0: Nice oh, um,
3: cool. It went all right. It went all right. Yeah, it went all right. It went really, uh, yeah, it went pretty well. Um, you know, that's the thing you're worried about. We're going to be playing to no one, um, which is, you know, quite a lot of the time when you're in a, a gigging band touring around, you are generally playing to no one. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're you're a comedian.
2: You're yeah. A, you oh know yeah. What it's like? Oh, yeah. I have um, stood in many an empty room talking to chairs.
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and it's um, it's quite debilitating, um, quite a lot of the time. I mean, sometimes you kind of take it on the chin. It's it's part and parcel, and you know we we used to sort of say, well, it's like a free rehearsal, and then yes. I think, well, actually, it wasn't a free rehearsal because we had to hire a van. And we've travelled 300 miles. <laughs> there was petrol, and <laughs> and uh, and we ate. Uh, you know, a couple of times. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, we probably had breakfast. So you know, so yeah, you could sort of see it as being a free rehearsal. But actually, it was a rehearsal <laughs> that cost us 400 quid. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's. I, I guess it's. You know, it's, it's part of the thing, isn't it? It's part of the. It's what you yeah. sign up for. Absolutely, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I think probably. Uh, toughened you a little bit, I think. I think it oh, definitely for sure. Toughened
2: you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, there's that whole thing: is that you you learn more from the bad gigs than the, than yeah. the good ones. And that's even it, it, it's uh, comedy has certainly toughened me up. It's being sort of fundamentally shy as a really as a person, and now it's I st- there's still elements of that, but i mm. I'm not it, it's not as bad as it would have been had I not get into comedy. It's it's a funny one, but really, yeah, being being stared at and hated. By strangers, we'll really knock the shyness out of you. Oh, big time, man. Yeah, big time. What was the name Um, of the band?
3: We were called Little Ten. Right. Um, Do you know what? Naming a band is one of the hardest things. Yeah. Because, you you know, once you kind of plump for it, I mean, you could change it, but once you start, like, really going out there and doing stuff, you can't really do much about it. I think it's one of those things where you just hope that it doesn't really matter, and people just, you know... Like the name is just becomes synonymous with you and what you yeah. do, um and it's not you know, I remember someone saying to me, there's a band called Corn, that's a really shit name for a band, but they're really good, and they're like loads of people really like them, so you yeah. know don't really worry about what the band's called, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I think yeah, so that was you know, so anyway, we were called little Ten and yeah, and and that 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 Grastonbury experience was amazing, and I think the the headline um with flaming lips were headlining the wow on our stage oh, so I it's, an epic, to... it's an epic one yeah because i mean you just like think well f- i mean i think they were head i think they were on the pyramid stage a couple of years later um Brilliant. so it was it was amazing to like go and you know be able to see so many great bands as well yeah as be as being there uh, I, I, I so
2: absolutely I think... it's um it's yeah when i just i've Talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking about who who I've seen live, and I was rattling off rattling off all these names. And I, you've seen you've seen loads of people. I'm like, well, I used to work at Glastonbury selling t shirts. Ah, oh, yeah, that's so, good, hit, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, so I got to see the Lars, I got to see Garbage, I got to see Faithless, and all these massive bands, and for free, really, mm. which was cool. Um, and I I I think about it now, because I was someone, somebody, we were going to play Glastonbury through the comedy tent uh, this year, uh, last year. Uh, so, I was a bit gutted that we couldn't do that. But mm. other than that, I, I think my festival days are done now. You do you know? think? I yeah. think so. I mean, I'm 49. I like a shower and <laughs> yeah. I like a decent bed. Uh, yeah, because
3: do you know what we wandered into? Because obviously, we had this backstage passes and we did wander into the, you know, what was themed as the VIP area. Yeah. But it was very low leveled VIP, I would say. Um, the toilets were still pretty. Gross. pretty green <laughs> <laughs> um there was still a lot of mud um and there was still like um paper cups and stuff do you know what i mean it wasn't yeah. like you we were walking into um like some amazing venue like with the o2 or something and we were getting a like a, a, a proper green room it, it, was, yeah, still, yeah, it was still it shit. was still pretty <laughs> shite so you know i think i think i i i think the Yeah, the idea that, you you know, you get sort of this sort of privileged sort of bit. It's not so... I mean, I guess if you're like, you know, like I say, if you're a big head like that, then you you get the entourage and everything. But um, you probably get like a nice um, caravan or something set up for you. Yeah. But for the likes of us,
2: we were we're still sort of slamming (laughs) it in. (laughs) It's funny when you see it. I did a... I was lucky enough to emcee a festival just before everything got locked down again last year in beginning of September. And mm. Gabrielle was on and, and people like that. And and she rocked up very last minute. So all of her band were already there. They're all set up, ready to go and I'm ready to introduce her. And I'm like, mm. where is she? I should be here in a minute. And then this blacked out uh, bus turns up and she gets escorted out and with, with, her, with her, a couple of people helping her up the stairs and it really was like royalty had turned up. it was really weird, you know, and it's and, well,
3: yeah, and and this is no offense to Gabrielle, yeah, but dreams can
2: come true was quite a while ago, <laughs> yeah. if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> well everyone says that, and then you go, <laughs> yeah, but they still have that they still have that i don't know, I don't know what goes on the rest of the day, like if they go to asda, well, this like, is what they,
3: I'd love to know
2: that actually, yeah, I mean, yeah or is it Waitrose I mean maybe Waitrose Probably Waitrose she seems yeah. like a Waitrose kind of gal yeah. yeah no I mean, kind of, I,
3: yeah Yeah no, honestly this is like no offense to Gabrielle. I mean sure she's got a huge following still but just it it's funny isn't it I guess maybe if you've, you you're just used to that maybe that's what you require yeah.
0: To maybe get you so, going do you yeah. mean like
3: you require that kind of that support to
2: to to, to do the to do the gig yeah, maybe. I may, and she did have some killer heels on, so maybe it was that. Yeah. So were, she just needed help because she was wearing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she was lovely as well. She was great. I it bet wasn't, she was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like snooty and things like that. When she walked up and we sort of, I sort of stood next to her and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Gabrielle. And she was lovely. So, yeah, she wasn't up her own ass, which was nice. No, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that was nice. Do you know what? Like, talking about being positive, and I'm going to change the subject a bit here. Mm. What I love... Your output on social media is so positive. It's so refreshing to see. Like, in amongst all the, everyone's sort of looking for the next story to, to all pile on and mm. the next outrage. They want to be the one that discovers the outrageous story, don't they? So, everyone just ah, yeah. and they go, ah, oh, I found this. And in amongst it all, it's like, you're like you're, it's like, you're going, just look after yourselves. Take care. Hope you're all right. Stay. And I'm like, this is really nice. Oh,
3: well, thank you.
2: Are you, is, that, is it, you know, it's just, it's a, it's, uh, it's just a nice thing, and it and I don't want you to think it goes unnoticed because it doesn't. It's a it's a really nice in well, amongst all you, the you, shouting and hollering. And uh, are you so you're quite a positive person anyway? I, mean, I suppose you like everyone. just sort of up and down.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that, that up and down is probably pretty fair. But I think, mm. I guess, um, it's funny. that I've got a, obviously social media's got like a you know people often quite down about it, and mm. and, and and rightly so. It's, it can be quite toxic at times, and particularly over the last few years. I think it's it has sort of seeped into our everyday lives with regards to like politics, you mm. know, and become, you know, as a society, we've become very binary, haven't we? We have yeah. one thing or another and you're in this tribe or you're in that tribe or you're, you know, you're against me or you're with me. That's right. Kind of stuff, yeah. You know, and I think um, I've always had quite a positive um, experience on social media. I mean, I've. I've Um, i've met loads uh, and collected with loads and loads of amazing people Mm. and you know had really positive conversations um and connections so i think i guess it's kind of wanting to i mean yeah i i think generally speaking like kindness and positivity have all been been a big part of who i am and you know if i i guess you know i want to showcase that stuff more than you know i i mean i'm fallible like everybody else I, i get annoyed by stuff and sometimes i I jump in on things but generally speaking I think that's actually a bit of a waste of my energy sometimes and actually my energy would be better put put into putting out sort of slightly nicer things and nicer a nicer message yeah. um and um hopefully other people can you know can feel that too and maybe it will seep into a few other people's kind of ideas about the world because I think we we just think that the world is so dark and it's, yeah. you know it's particularly at the moment where it's been so difficult for everybody been such a hard time um yeah true just having a bit
2: of uh,
3: a bit of positivity and a bit of kindness and
2: compassion Um, yeah but it's almost like it feels sometimes when you're trying to be positive people are they don't want it. It's almost like they're like, "Oh, why? How can you be that way? Look at this. This is happening. Mm. How can you be that when this is going on?" And you're like, "But yeah. I can't change that. I can't. Mm. I can't do any. Me chipping in and the- and I. I'm like you. I learned the hard way, chipping in and, or getting involved. And mm. you don't come out of it very well. You don't feel good afterwards. You just um, you end up getting you end up in arguments with people that. Yeah. You know. You just wouldn't. You wouldn't. You just wouldn't do that in in real life. And it was like you say, a complete waste of time and energy, and it's a shame. Like you try and be positive, but people just don't seem to want it at the moment. Mm. They just they want to be outraged and upset, and it's like it almost feels like that's the only thing that will validate their existence. Which yeah, is weird, no, I, you know? I, I
3: agree. And uh, one of the reasons I don't like to get too involved with like difficult subjects and controversial things is I don't always feel like I'm informed enough. Yeah, true. and I think what well, you know, and I think. That's the case for probably quite a lot of people. They might not yeah. be informed enough, but they have an opinion anyway. And I yeah. think, well, actually, sometimes I think about the thing, find out a bit more about it maybe. If, you want to, if you're want if you desperate to write something about it then and put it out there, then that's fine. But, you know, sometimes I think, you know, there's a thing I do sometimes, I will write something and then I'll give myself a couple of minutes just to see whether I definitely want to hit that send button. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, do you know what? A lot of the times, specifically if it's if I'm jumping in on something, I will delete it and say so yeah. no, it's not worth my. I tell you, something happened yesterday, for example. Um, that our local school, well, the, the the school my boys go to, um, secondary school. They um, they have house names for the houses, like the you know the, the in their in the school, so like the year groups. Okay. So they had you know, and and they've named them after iconic. Um, people, so for example, Churchill—they've had, a, they've got a Rowling house, they've got Whoa, Mandela okay, house, right. um, um, it's like Nightingale house. So they've got these different houses that are iconic figures from history, basically. Yeah. And the and the school has decided to to remove these names and and choose actually names from areas around our you know where we live. So like Cookmere Haven, that would be a house, a oh, haven, okay. and, and that you know it makes sense. You know, like yeah. have something there. Um, But one of the reasons they did it was because the school council, so the students, um, so um, um, I want to reiterate that to the students, the school body, um, the school council decided that they felt that some of those icons were not in keeping with with the ethos of the school, you know, that idea of togetherness and um, equality yeah, and um, you know, trans rights and all those sort of things. Yeah, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they felt like people like Churchill and mm. J.K. Rowling, more recently, weren't appropriate people to have in the conversation. And I think that is taken. And, and, and it was voted for by the students. It was their decision, and I think it's a correct one. You know, so mm. and I think they. It was a bold move. It, it's been leaked to the press, so like and and the right wing press. Um, oh wow! Okay. So the Telegraph, and and then it seeped down to people like um, Lawrence Fox and Julie Hartley Brew, and all these other okay. people. And I have nothing against those people. It's fine, you know. But they, they they bellow about freedom of speech, but obviously when students and kids have freedom of speech, it's a different thing. Anyway, I to cut long story short, I was I was typing up a a retort, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I thought, do you know what this? in some respects I, sh- yeah, I, sh- I want to um, support my, my local school and, 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 and I believe in what they're doing. But yeah. I just felt like, do you know what? I don't want to go in there. Yes. Because, you know, I think it will just be, it's, it's not going to make me necessarily feel any better.
2: No, it doesn't change um, anything. And you're, you're no. like you say, you're going to feel shit. And, and the thing is it will blow up now, but then tomorrow there'll be the next thing Something that everybody's exactly. outraged about. And, and it's mm. nothing ever none of these things ever get resolved it's just ah oh, this is what we shout about today mm. and then yeah. everyone has a shout and then the next day it's like, oh now we're shouting about this and you go, oh, okay so we're just shouting about stuff are we yeah
3: doesn't and change I think anything. for me that yeah sorry and no, for sorry. Me, i think actually doing that like thinking a little bit more about what i'm about to put out there and maybe um not putting it out they're deleting it or whatever is a way mm. of me turning the volume down a little bit in yeah. my own yeah. head as well as yeah. you know what's already you know a very noisy (laughs) a very very noisy
2: kind of place yeah it used to be uh, you're not you know everyone's entitled to their opinion and their yeah thoughts and things and it's up to them and yeah some people say some things that are horrible about other people and that's just how people are you're not going to change that by shouting and hollering at everybody there's no there's no discussion about stuff it's just you there's not an understanding of Oh well, look—you're not. This is that's just this, this how they think. So unfortunately, yeah. that's up to, that's up to them. And you've just got to make sure you're taking care of your bit and looking out for people. And and that's up to them. And and uh, hopefully they'll just find their own tribe. and They can all bugger off somewhere else on their own, and <laughs> yeah. we can do our own thing and keep out of each other's way. But there's none of that. It's like it just seems that everyone's marauding through, just trying to get rid of every mm. every sniff of evilness, and you're just never going to do it. It's just never going to happen, unfortunately. It's just, uh, we just have to find a way of ignoring these people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Because Lawrence Fox isn't changing anything, is he? He's just gobbing off. And it's like, but it doesn't change anything.
3: And I think also it's, um, you know, like, I I do stop and think as well, like trying to put my compassionate head on, like Mm. actually thinking, you know, what is, you know, what's... What's going on in those people's lives exactly. that they feel like? Yeah, yes. you know, I mean, there's, there, there, I think, you know, there's some damage there, or there's something that's not quite right, or yeah. um, that they're 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 lacking in something uh, that that makes them feel like they have to do that. So, yeah, that, that's that, that, you know, yeah. I, I have to sort of think that, and 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 again, that's not going
2: to help by me um, joining the, any debates particularly. No. We talk about that all the time, my Mrs. Jade and I, about mm. compassion and understanding. And you, you know, there's obviously something like you've literally just said. It, there's a, there's obviously a reason why these people mm. feel this way, and it's yeah. We're we're not trained to 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 deal with that. It's, you say you're certainly not going to deal with it in on Twitter. So, <laughs> you know, that's up to them to to go and sort out and and hopefully yeah. find a way through it. But. Yeah, so it's not. I, I so I enjoy your 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 posts that you do. You know, trying to be positive. It's nice. It's refreshing. Thank you. I really like that. And then you write children's books. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing more positive <laughs> than that.
3: You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. It's funny. Like we were saying about tough gigs, uh, going to a school and reading your book to thirty kids. That they're, they're oh, wow. honestly, that's up there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean. <laughs> you, that's a brute. That's a that's a really brutal <laughs> awakening. Yeah. That is. Um,
2: when you don't <laughs> how you get, f- how did you feel the first time you had to do that? Oh, I was really nervous actually. Yeah, might
3: find that more nervous than playing Glastonbury or anything like that. Yeah, really. really? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I do know why. Because you know, because um, one, you've got to try and keep their attention really quite instantly. Otherwise, yeah. you you know, you lose the room quite quickly. Um, and the also, kids are, more, just,
2: kids are more honest, aren't they? Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, they're, they're brutally honest. Um yeah. and yeah, I mean, gen, actually, having said that, most of the time it's been pretty pleasurable. But yeah, there are there are occasions where you you know, it's more when I've done things like not necessarily reading the books. They they that that, that stuff's all right. But what if I do like a talk or something? That that can go that can bomb sometimes <laughs> when I'm
2: doing talks. <laughs> what got you what got you into writing children's books? Is it something you always wanted to do or Well no, I think, to,
3: yeah. you know, sort of stemming on from the band stuff. When the band broke up, which is, you know, it's tragic um yeah. thing. It's like being in a relationship uh with a with the love of your life and you break up and it's um oh it's devastating. And I think I was just sort of searching around for other kind of creative projects and then, you know, um, found out my wife was pregnant with our first and uh, I think it was just wanting to do something or create something for him. And I I, I started with the idea of maybe writing a song or something. And I thought, ah, that's going to sound mm. rubbish. Um, and then I thought, well, wh- what, you know, what about a story? I could write a story. I was, you know, I used to write lyrics and stuff in the band yeah. and I'd written a bit of poetry and yeah. And then it, it, it kind of stemmed from there really. And I started just, looking around what other kind of books are out there and soaking up. I tend to do that when I'm into a, starting a new project of whatever it might be. I sort of become a bit ravenous for the, for the, for that creative genre, whatever it might yeah. be. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, the band stuff, I was just I was constantly listening to music, other people's music. And I mean, I am still obviously a big, really big into music, but yeah, I do come a bit, a little bit obsessed, I would say. Um, and yeah, sort of right. seeing how the craft works is, you know, often I'm kind of going into something that I don't know that much about. So, it's trying to learn the craft and um, yeah. yeah, and sort of teach myself, I suppose.
2: I know what you mean. It's like when when I I get asked about this, people say, "How did you mm. start this? What was the thinking?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just wanted to. Have yeah, a, yeah. I wanted to do a podcast. You know, it kind of evolved into what it is now. It there mm. wasn't really a plan. It just." Obviously, subconsciously, some something was obviously going on that s- steered it into this, mm. into the realms of mental health. But it wasn't wasn't the plan at the beginning. And but then, but since then, you know, I've like like you, I've immersed myself in books and and all sorts of things to to learn more <clears throat> about mental health and people, mm. and, you know. And I'm because I'm fascinated by people. It you know that. I, I I really I like lo- what I love is the fact that people can tell you so much about actually saying anything. So like we were mm. just saying about Lawrence Fox and people like that, when you hear what they're saying, you're like you're like you like you said it's like there's obviously something else going on, mm. and that's what fascinates me about people. It's like mm-hmm. why are they saying that? Why are they acting that way? What's going on? And yeah, and through this podcast, I've now I'm now immersed myself in. So we we watch stuff on the TV. We're like, well, we watch all these murder shows and things like that. And mm. and Jade and I sit there like working it all out. We're like, become these like. Oh, and I these, love these, those like, sort of things. Yeah, and you sit there like sort of, like two like two cut price detectives trying <laughs> yeah. to work it all
3: out. <laughs> yeah, it, like you say, it's the things that people don't say sometimes, isn't it? The, yeah. it's the most telling. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's the same with our, with the podcast I do with uh, Jim Daly. Uh, blank. It, yeah. It, it was a case of wanting to. To tap into other people's knowledge or experiences, um, to the, so it could inform our own. Yes, you know, Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of yeah. That's why I love I love doing podcasts because you yeah. you can have these kind of really rich conversations with people and, and learn so much incredible. about yourself.
2: You, well, this is it exactly, and you've had some incredible guests. We've you been are. very lucky. Yeah. Well, you have too. Well, yeah, this is it. You kind of, <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said for putting positivity out into the world. It kind mm. of it does attract people. The you know, people, I, when, when, when I look down the list of who I've had on, I'm like, bloody hell, yeah, you know? I know it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and it's nice. But like you say, talking to these people is, is it made me realize we're all fundamentally the same, yeah. really. You know, oh, it doesn't matter fair. how successful or where you're at in the world. Most people still have the same insecurities and the same the same worries, and it's been fascinating.
3: Yeah, no, totally. I mean, from the get go when we started doing blank, I mean, the idea of it was that we were going to sort of talk to creative people about you know the difficult creative moments, I guess. But it's completely evolved, and I'm sure you've you know you've alluded to the fact that yours has sort of changed and evolved Mm. and moved from when you started, because. You know, obviously that was a stepping stone, but now we like those those things, those blank things, those those difficult things mean so many different things to different people. Uh, You know, now you know we're talking about imposter syndrome, public failure, social anxiety, all these different things are coming Mm. up. Grief, um, sleep deprivation, whatever it might be, and um, you know it's for every single person it's different. And and like Jim and I say, it's our it's our therapy session every week. Yeah, that's Um, true. Yeah. Because we, That's you know, true. we get to like offload uh, with <laughs> uh, each other. I mean, I'm sure the, not always the guest is like <laughs> they think they're going to come and talk about a film or something, but you know, <laughs> we end up <laughs> bearing our
2: souls, um, yeah, which is yeah. a beautiful thing, actually. It's funny. I, I had some people message me on this, and they said your honesty is refreshing, and you're like, this, mm. I don't have anything to hide. You know, the things, yeah, the shitty things I've done, I've, they're not, they're not bad. They weren't great, but they weren't, they weren't that bad you know they mm. would, it was just bad behavior it wasn't anything awful but so i'm able to be honest and just and but yeah like you say it's it's, it's therapy session for me it's yeah i say the things and people will go oh yeah i did that and Yeah, go, oh thank god for that i thought it was weird <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no totally no
3: yeah yeah that is i mean it's very much the same you know every week there's something i think oh yeah i get yeah that that's me yeah i get that i mean i do i do Start to think, fuck. There's uh, <laughs> quite <laughs> a lot of stuff wrong with me. <laughs> um, but but at the same time, I guess that is you know we've all got like we've all had moments of various different things, haven't we? Whether it, whatever it might be. Of course we have. Um, so it's just re reass- it's that reassurance, I think.
2: Yeah, but it's this, un- this misunderstanding that you know that people that you that, that are well known have had it all sussed all all along that and their plan was to get where they are now and. Nine times out of ten they've the same as us they kind of yeah. they had a rough idea but they didn't really know you know they just kind of bumbled along and made mistakes and you know and and they don't have it sussed at all in fact no. it's qu- probably quite the opposite when you when you what we would perceive as success is them they're still trying to hang on to that by their fingertips you know it's not yeah. just like oh I've made it now I can just relax it's like no no no, you've still got to keep yeah. doing the work and, and putting it out there and yeah it's it's there's never it, I've learned that from this there's no destination is there it's just there's always some where you've there's always the next bit you've got to achieve the next part of the journey if you want for want of a better phrase
3: yeah absolutely you know? and I mean I'm yeah I think I'm you know I said like the podcast constantly evolves but I think I'm constantly evolving as a human absolutely um, yeah yeah and uh Yeah, you know, like what we were saying earlier about like making decisions on what what fights to pick and uh, decisions on what things to put out in the world. I'm constantly sort of you know evolving in that respect and seeing seeing how I can um, be a better person. I guess. Yeah. Well, that I don't mean that in in like how can I be really generous or, or. like, you know, helpful, I just mean, like, how can I be better?
2: Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. It's funny, this week, the other day we were doing, there's a, a watch party, a co-video party on Twitter, mm. um, and Alison Spittle, comedian, picks a, f- there's a, a category, where everyone sort of votes for a film, and then we all sit and watch, and then oh, okay, we all tweet cool. about the film. It's like, it's like Tim Burgess' listening parties. Amazing. So we're doing that. So the other day was Twilight. So we're all, we're all taking the piss out of Twilight, and, you know, making all, like, all the way through, all commenting on it. It was really funny. But then I looked, I lost loads of followers because I'd just been slagging off Twilight. <laughs> like, oh, really? and even on, so even on that level, you're like, oh, shit, I've probably upset someone
3: here. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I guess you didn't realise you had so many Twilight fans following you. I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea that the Ben the, the Diagram. Their, they'd never, they'd never revealed that to you.
2: <laughs> um, it just made me realise you've got to be careful. You can't even, or even on that level, you know. You've, yeah, you can upset funny, someone.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah, and and I think like with with uh, social media, it's obviously it's quite easy to upset people or offend them. Mm. Um, but also, I think sometimes you don't even realise you've upset what someone, and then wow. you think, oh, oh, they blocked me. How's what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and I guess it you know, it allows people to be anonymous about you know, you can be you know, like that, that. I don't like that, phrase, but that phrase ghosting, where people just like sort of shun you out of their lives, um, yeah, and and that's very easy to do in on those platforms, you know, and that that's, that can be really tough to take sometimes. I'm sure you didn't, you know, obviously you didn't mean to offend anybody, not at all. You were just no. having an opinion about you know, about a
2: movie, but yeah, we were just having a laugh yeah and it, yeah and i genuinely I, I said to jay yesterday i'm like oh i've lost loads of people and we were talking about it she went don't worry look if, they're obviously not they're not real fans of yours and exactly and it's like you know don't worry about it but it did up i was like oh, man, i don't want to upset anyone i was just having a yeah. laugh yeah yeah and
3: i think well hmm. i mean i guess you know that that speaks volumes of you as a person in that you you know you you worry about those things you know because there, there's something, you know, that, that means, you know, you, you've got, I mean, some people just just don't give a, don't know monkeys, do they? And it's, no. you know, I don't, don't care what I say. I, you know, I'm happy to offend whoever and I'll take the consequences. um But, you know, I guess that shows, you know, I'd be, I'd be the same as you. I'd be really up, like beat myself up about it yeah. um and upset because I think, cause I don't want to hurt anybody or, you know, yeah, or upset anybody. And I think, you know. Um but I think that again that you you've got to see that as um that you know sometimes that's on the other person that's not you know that's mm. that's not on you that's
2: true. I do take responsibility for every, every all of it <laughs> <Yeah. It's, laughs> a lot of go well they're strangers i don't know these people I'm like no but i but i don't wanna i don't wanna make people feel shit like that i don't want that and it but you but it's all part of human nature isn't mm. you, you're gonna you you can't be liked by everyone and you, you
3: can't know. please everybody. No, I mean it's. I know you can't, and to try, I think is is you know a is probably impossible. You can't because you can't. Yeah, um, and I think like I was saying about energy, I think you're just you know you're using that energy up on on that where you could be using it in another direction, and True. it would be more useful for you and for maybe some other people. Yeah, you also hate Twilight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or Twiglet as someone said there's a, a, a mate uh, Steve Priest who listens in and he sent me and he called it Twiglet and it really made me laugh <laughs> I've only seen the first one well this was is what fir- we yeah it was, it the, was the first, first one, one was it yeah, yeah. and, um, and uh, yeah I don't know it, good good luck to the everyone the fans it's of kind Twilight. of emo the movie isn't it It's yeah um, it's like Dawson's Creek with better teeth yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it is yeah you know you just
3: you've just lost a whole bunch yeah of I, know. And I probably have as well
2: <laughs> oh shit! all right <laughs> sorry you, anybody that s- loves sorry Twilight. everyone <laughs> or Twiglet, as Steve or cool. other people, Yeah. um but do you you know you have you you have you what do you do when you have your down days and you mm. th- you mentioned sleep deprivation or mm. spit lack of sleep mm. i it's only been it, this in this lockdown that i've realized that and i know i've it's probably obvious to everybody else but Sleep is so important. that When you don't have enough, the self-loathing is awful.
3: Mm. Uh, I mean, have, I, you know. I kind of refer to myself. Now, proper insomniacs will probably say, well, you're not an insomniac then. Mm. Um, but I sort of say I'm a part-time insomniac because I have periods of very good sort of sleep. Yeah. You know, where I sleep seven hours a night and then periods of sleeping like maybe two, three hours a night. Um, oh, really? So, and I know, I haven't really, I mean, there are certain, I guess, physical things that I'm probably not doing properly, like, you know, switching off devices mm. and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes listening, I sometimes go to bed listening to a podcast or a, or radio, and that sometimes disturbs sleep a bit more. But generally, I, there's, I can't really pinpoint necessarily why sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But huge, um, huge detriment to... Well, physical and mental well-being. I think, Absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I really do think that. And I stupidly bought that book. Um, I can't remember the author's name, but it's called Why We Sleep. Um, yeah, and it's all the it's it's, it's like a horror story. For oh example. no! I mean, if you're if you have a bad if you do, if you do have bad <laughs> sleep, it's basically um, telling you how you're gonna die very
2: soon. <laughs> oh God. But that's it, isn't it? It's when your body repairs itself and yeah. and it and it sets you up for the next the next the next day and if yeah. you're only getting a couple of hours your body's not it's had a not, chance to yeah, regroup. It's really
3: it's really wrecking you. And and you do you do feel kind of hangover, don't you, when you don't have a good I mean I I I really struggle with I mean I, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit sort of a night out. I like do like staying out watching TV or, mm. you know, just whatever. Reading or whatever it might be, and um, yeah, I so, uh, I probably should probably slight, like lie in, but our son gets up at six and comes and wakes us up, so that never helps. um So I think yeah, I think that that that's probably some something to do with it. But I think yeah, if you, my friend's a um, he's a he's a dementia nurse, yeah, and he's. He's always telling me horrible things about if you don't get enough sleep. Oh no! All these like proteins that don't process in your brain um, during the night if you don't get enough sleep. And oh, so God. so basically, I'm I'm I've only I don't think I've got many years left. <laughs> it's a good job we got you on. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it's good to get me in now because you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> halfway through we're like, who is this? What? Yeah. What's going on? But it's true though. It's so true. Like last night, I had a, I had a decent kip. Um, and mm. I feel so I was up ready today and prepared for this and, and, and the day ahead. And mm. I've had I've managed to have breakfast and coffee and a banana. And but there's days where I mm. will we'll go to bed at two or three and then I'll be awake again at seven, eight. And, yeah. And you just feel dreadful. Yeah. Really dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: think, yeah. I, I, it, and it, and they, I think they say something like you need two really good sleeps, like two full sleeps to recover from a bad one really so if you're having like several like bad ones in a row or something then it's going to take you a long time to recover from it Mm. you know um but yeah it's it's um the, the, the statistics are stark i think like when you look into it and it's something that i'm trying to get better at basically probably putting better things in place yes in the evenings and making sure that my wife sleeps really well
2: annoyingly she'll like hit the pillow and she's asleep (laughs) Um, yeah Jade does she's just just out and I can't I can't move her the amount of times I I leave her on the sofa
3: yeah yeah my wife is completely like that it's it's quite it's almost like a superpower (laughs) I mean (laughs) you know like I mean it's a problem not a great superpower but I mean I I do envy her quite a lot of the time that she
2: can switch off when you're older, yeah, it's a it's a super – it, it's yeah, when you're younger, you want to be able to run around or be invisible yeah. and things like that. But now you're in, you're older, you're like, just some kip. I yeah. Just want to a... <laughs>
3: yeah, if I could just turn myself <laughs> off. Get a good eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's sort of – yeah, it's, it, it's impressive how she does it. But, yeah, I think uh, it's something I need to – yeah, certainly need to work on with regards to how I – the routine of getting into sleep. Yeah, I I, think mean, I remember talking. We
2: talked to Dawn French about it, and she oh, yeah.
3: she she said she had a. Sorry, I didn't mean to.
2: Climb no, 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 no. Go life. on. Uh, do you um, know what, that's a funny thing with this. I keep because I've spoken over you a couple of times. I do apologise. No, no, we don't worry. can't see each other. No, it's fine. No, know, no, no, yeah. Oh,
3: uh, no, yeah. Sorry, um, I. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, I apologise a lot. Uh Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all good. But yeah, sorry, Dawn she, French. No, no,
3: she she was. Um, she she's, has, like, um, bouts of insomnia, I think, or oh, bouts of bad sleep. And she said that she just gets up and restarts. She, like, reboots the, the routine. So she'll get yeah. up, get herself a drink, wander around the house maybe, read a bit, and just go back into um, relaxing before bed and then go back to bed. Uh, okay. And it's quite an interesting way of doing it. And I think it's something that I've tried to do a little bit of like getting up, just don't like just lying there. Yeah, you know when you're awake and just lying there, that's that's
2: that can be quite soul destroying. I think sometimes. Oh, so oh god, yeah. And I think having your having the bedroom in a in a a nice calming environment to go to sleep. So like we've we've got some nice lighting and things like that, and a, a big old comfy bed, and and it's just nice. And funny, you mentioned Dawn French. Jade and I were lucky enough to go to went to hers for tea. And uh we were really lucky. Mr. Jade had done, this, Jade had worked with her or, or met her or something and she just said, look, if you're ever down this way, give us a shout. And, you know, like normally you go, oh, we're not we're not going to do that. It's embarrassing. But <laughs> yeah. we were there. And we went, shall we? And we, were like, we? we wouldn't uh, And she went, yeah, come around later on. And we went round. Amazing. And she showed us. And it's funny you say about, because her, I'm not I'm not giving too much away here, but her bedroom, mm. there's nothing in it. It's just this calm, just a bed and it's just calm. I was like, Oh, that's that's what you want. It's like nice a nice sort of cocoon to just drift off in not too many distractions and that's if lovely, you can yeah. leave leave your phone in the other room. If you don't need it, you know, get an alarm clock if you need one. Yeah. But just that have a calming environment.
3: I think that's that is definitely the right I mean, unfortunately my office space is in our bedroom. Oh really? If I wake up, um I just see work. How does that? That must that must affect you
2: subconsciously. Well,
3: sometimes I guess sometimes it's like, oh, okay, that's work I can turn over and think, you know, like metaphorically, kind of turn over mm. and think I, I'm shutting that away. But other times, yeah, you like oh, okay, things start to pop pop in your head, don't they? And yeah, you think oh, I've got to do that. Oh, I've got to do that, and tomorrow I must remember to do that. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, so it's it's a it's um it's, it can be difficult sometimes for sure. But it's the only place we can house me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We haven't got. We're not. None of us are living in castles, are we? No, no. Yeah, it's like today. With this, like Jay's got a thing to do, and then I've got some stuff, and there was mm. this, and yeah, and trying to juggle it all, and yeah, yeah it's a, it's a funny one, isn't it? And now, now we're all locked in. You can't go anywhere to no, do this it is yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And you've got I'm young glad you went well, to sort of
3: Dawn because she's I love I. She was one of my one of the best guests, definitely. She's such a oh, she's amazing.
2: Mer- I couldn't. I remember saying, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, I've always been a fan of hers since mm. f- since the young ones were seeing her in that. Yeah, and, and I've always loved her. And and then when we went there, and I'm sort of and Jay in the car there, Jay's going, "Play it cool, you don't, <laughs> right?" And I'm like, "I will, I will, I will." That's no, gonna be fine. And people listening, not showing off by saying this, it was just one of those freak things that happened. And we got there and. And I'm walking along and and then she's at the door and and she's like, hey, how are you doing? And she looked at me and she went, can I have a hug? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no, and yeah. then we hugged. Because I remember saying years ago to the mother of my children, I'm like, I wonder what Dawn French smells like. And now I know. <laughs> she smells divine. She does. She's, a, yeah. she's yeah,
3: she is. She's a, a beautiful human being. Yeah. Uh, and one of those ones that you just she's just what she is you just she lives up to everything
2: that you'd hope she would be yeah she does absolutely mm. you've had louis through as well we have we've been very lucky to have louis on how was louis louis was fantastic
3: yeah he was a brilliant guest he's um, so great at interviewing and and, and uh, i was awesome, quite you know yeah we, i i mean i'm a big fan of his work so that in some respects that that was quite an easy one in in a lot of ways because I know his work so well um and I think he was writing his memoir at the point at that point um that came out the you end know, to get get mm. get through this, so he was really sort of he tapped into a lot of his kind of older stories and stuff, so we, we we sort of talked a lot about that kind of thing, so that was interesting to him for him to sort of open up a bit more about his personal life yeah um he talked quite a long time about um Glass blowing. He was he was Oh really? Yeah, he did he when he lived in Cape Cod, he he was a he was into he worked for a glass blowing um company and and did a lot of glass blowing. Um and he told us about the Medicio technique and stuff. (laughs) I remember very, very vividly the conversation. (laughs) Um but what what was funny was that because he's an incredibly funny man, that's the thing. I think he's he's actually got such a brilliant sense of humour. Um, he was telling us that the place he worked at, they made cherubs, um, glass cherubs. And um, during the, yeah, I mean, quite intricate glass blowing. Yeah. And then he said what happened is that uh, they would get import penises to put on the (laughs) cherubs. (laughs) (laughs) But some of them came in different sizes. Um, So... He said they started to get complaints because um, some penises were bigger than other penises and some of them were a bit too sharp. Um, (laughs) So they ended up having to, he had to help craft this sort of glass loincloth that they would put over the
2: (laughs) the penises, (laughs) which was just a fantastic (laughs) anecdote. <laughs> Can you imagine that. Problematic Cherub penises. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a great band band name. It does. That's a
3: brilliant band name. <laughs> Definitely. Problematic cherub penises. <laughs> That's a definite punk band, isn't
2: it? I think. It isn't it, yeah, yeah. Real real yeah, up there with screwdriver and people like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been so nice to talk to you oh well, it's uh, a pleasure no, uh, thank you
3: so much for having me on no, it's really lovely to chat to you
2: Yeah, uh, uh, we'll do this again I think it will be, love be lovely yeah. yeah excellent and where can we find you
3: well you can find me on all the social media things at Eli is tender 10 so it's E-L-I-I-S-T-E-N-D-E-R 10 and yeah I'm on Instagram and Twitter and then obviously brag pod you can find us uh, on all the all the podcasty places and my books excellent. are available in
0: the
2: good and bad bookshops <laughs> <laughs> excellent stuff thank you so much mate this has been no, yeah, no I, it's a pleasure I, thank it's you it's just nice i know we're connected on social media and i just you are you are exactly as i expect you to be an absolutely top-notch human being thank you thank so you. much yeah. it's been lovely yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Insane in the membrane.
1: normally being a little extra can be a bit much Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorse-digital.co.uk
0: shooting, live streaming and podcast production.